Hey, welcome to Off the Cup ABQ. Thanks for riding with me. I'm Dinah Vargas. I'm your host, and you're listening to the hottest, newest local talk radio for New Mexico. Off the Cup ABQ is the next level of talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for riding with me. Let's take it off the cup. You're listening to Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Hey everybody, welcome to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's Wednesday, I'm riding the airwaves with Tony D. What's happening? Hey everybody, nothing much. Just here with Dinah Vargas and Miss Allie Enega. I am so proud of you. You said my name correctly. Good job. I've been practicing. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's kind of one of those things. I I, I happen to know you. So like I know your, you know, your name and whatnot. I've been rolling with you for a little bit. Mm -hmm. We're both candidates in 2020. And so uh, sometimes I I, I give people nicknames or I'm just like, that's so-and-so. It's not my name. You Mm so-and-so, even if it's a wrong name. (laughs) I kind of just give everybody their own name. So, yeah, we, you know, trying to make sure we get everybody's name right, especially since you're a candidate. Yes. We want to make sure that they got the name said correctly, spelled correctly. Yes, ma'am. So that way when they go to go vote, they can put the proper name for the proper representation. There you go. The name with the face. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. So 33 County check-in. Kimberly Skaggs is unavailable to be on the phone today. Had a lot of stuff going on in all counties. Mm-hmm. And so um, so we knew about this early on because we're always prepared, you know. But I just wanted to give a shout-out to all 33. So I just want to give a quick shout-out to all 33 counties, in particular, Doniana, Isabella, Solis. She showed up to the block party, and she was on fire. Yes, yes. yes. she was. She had a nice little outfit. She had a good little talk. She was on fire. On her way here from Doniana to Albuquerque, Bernalillo County, uh, she got word that her brother had passed and she still arrived to the event and she she made a very profound sort of statement. Her speech was just, we're dead last and it's time for a great revival and we're rising to uprise in New Mexico because we're dead last. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, the possibilities are endless. Change your voting habits. So just real quickly, Kimberly Skaggs, um, she sent this over to me. There was a national recognition for RPNM, which is the Republican Party of New Mexico, from the Republican National Committee communications team. RPNM has been singled out as the second most engaged state in the nation. This is a testament to the strong party organization and hard work happening at RPNM. And there's countless people working, whether it's directly for RPNM or in the spirit of our values mm-hmm. as registered Republicans. Republicans and so like all parties are there's there's gonna be issues everywhere in every club that you're in but Mm -hmm. the reality is that most people the majority of people they want to unite and they're in the spirit of faith family freedom and Republicans are about freedom Mm -hmm. there's a misconception they want to control your body they want to control every aspect of your life no that is not true they're about liberty that means you're in control of your own destiny They believe in faith, family, freedom, in a nutshell. And freedom is in American liberty, and freedom is in the free market. Mm -hmm. You know, meaning we don't want a universal paycheck. Because I work hard. I I work harder than most people. I've seen you work. I've Mm -hmm. seen you work. I've seen the commodities work. A lot of Mm -hmm. and Leslie. Hi, Leslie. (laughs) Leslie Padilla is producing with us uh, again today. She's on, on the job training. So RPNM is getting noticed for developing many projects and engaging local communities throughout New Mexico. 
through the positive change Operation Freedom. And as you know, Off the Cuff ABQ rose to that occasion. Every Wednesday is 33 County check-in because Mm -hmm. our communication is so different. So you think of central New Mexico, which is Bernalillo County. You look at northern New Mexico, southern New Mexico, all the way up to the Gallup-McKinley line uh, or Arizona line, all the way to the southern border. Everybody gets different news, like the news source. And so, and sometimes it filters into Texas or Arizona or the Navajo Times and things like this. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we wanted to take part in that, uh, again, even with Mike Deas out in Doniana to start communicating and making sure that, you know, we have things lined up and we're refining that process so that we can be a source, we could be a resource to people to know about what events are happening, whether it's it's over there, over there, or over there. Because often we think we're alone and nobody's doing things. And that's just uh, that's just not the case. So Allie, what's happening? District three. Yes. Allie four kids, that's the number four, or you can spell it out F O R A L I F O R Kids. K I D S. And so Either one will take you to your website. Yes, ma'am. So you were at the block party? I was. It was fabulous. I mean, even standing in the rain, it It was was amazing. It was kind of nice. And I was so proud of people just hanging, you know? I mean, we didn't have a cover, and so we were right next to the vendor for ADT, and they're like, bring your table, you know? (laughs) And so we got to get to know them a little bit better and talk to people as they were walking by, and... I got drenched. It was fun. It was so fun. Totally, totally. And the and the speeches were amazing. Amazing. They were short and sweet. They weren't, you know, it wasn't like a whole bunch where, where it was just too much. But it was just a little crumb, if you will. This is what I'm doing. The who, what, when, where, why, and how. Come talk to me when I get off the stage. Right. And um, I talked to uh, Karenette yesterday over the phone just to check in and I was, I've been trying to call everybody and thank them for coming so if, if I haven't gotten to you I will and she said that several people and three people like three different situations they came up to her and asked about a variety of things mm-hmm. to you know to include a young girl who has a friend that was thinking about abortion and the lady from Karenet she said we're you know we're here for you no matter what your choice is Mm-hmm. But we are here beyond the pregnancy because there's a misconception again mm-hmm. that conservatives only care about, you know, the baby in the womb. But once they're born, they don't care. And that's a lie. Totally. There was so many vendors there and they were all in the spirit of, of whatever their cause was, whether it was mandates or constitutional rights, the unborn, uh, everything you can think of conservative values and they were so engaging we had a car club there what'd you think of the car club oh, majestic amazing. yes yes and the, the cars were just so fun you know right. i mean all of them had their backs up right it was fun it was, I, I really had a good time there. i'm glad you did i'm glad so. you did i didn't have a lot of opportunity to talk to everybody but it was it was totally wild oh my gosh you were all over the place doing everything i, I was amazed hold, <laughs> i couldn't even hold a thought in my head i i was just like i just want to go home <laughs> <laughs> So, and you got the little flower from the lady that made these roses. She's from the South Valley. And um, she had asked me to give a rose to all the school board because she understands the importance of school boards. She lives out in the South Valley. Uh, more closer towards, like, the river, like, more at the beginning of Atrisco. Mm-hmm. And 
what is it, Central, right there at the river? Yeah, Central Bridge. Right, but it's, you know, it's the borderline of where South Valley West Side begins. And so that was just in the spirit of that. And so um, she made a bunch of those. We sold some of those, and she got a little bit because she had, I mean, that's what she does. I taught at a Trisco Elementary. Okay. And Ernie Pyle. Oh, yes, right on. I love the South Valley. Right on. I love those kids. Those are my kids. Mm -hmm. So you're running. Mm -hmm. You're running for school board. Why? <laughs> wow, loaded question there. Why? Um, I because I will fight for the for my kids till the day I die. I am fighting for them. I um, I ran in 2017 and got my feet wet and understood the corruption that was in APS and the nepotism and all of the things that they're not spending on our kids. Right. So I got my feet with that wet with that and decided to run for um, Legislative District 15 and um, because I wanted to do something about education. Education to me is like breathing. We have to absolutely make sure that our kids get a quality education, and I'm fighting for that. There's so much that needs to be done. Absolutely. I completely remember that even as you were running for State House, which was a different election last year, uh, your ads that played all over the radio it was about the education and here you are now again putting your money where your mouth is if you're going to show up show out go big or go home that's right and that's who we got in the house today district three school board we got to take a quick break but we'll be right back and we're going to dive into your platform because i really want to know about uh say no to critical race theory say no to comprehensive sexual education say yes for enega school board District 3. We'll be right back. Stay there. Don't go anywhere. New Mexico's violent crime rate is skyrocketing and the murder count in Albuquerque is at historical highs. Yet judges have released many of hardened criminals. Many are violent repeat offenders back onto our streets because of loopholes created by recent bail reform measures. If you want a safer New Mexico, go to the website mañanamejor.com. Get involved. Do it today. That's mañanamejor.com. Do you need hope? Hope to live, hope to grow, and hope in God? Find these and more at Hope Ahead Classes. Women helping women in a caring community. Class info at hopeahead.org. We give practical, simple help, tips, and tools. Find your hope this summer. Hi, this is Dinah Vargas, host of Off the Cuff Radio, reminding you to tune in Monday through Friday, right here on KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM, 3 to 4. It's real talk. It's real New Mexico. It's Real New Mexicans. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. I'm Dinah Vargas. And I'm Tony D. I'm Allie Anninga. District 3 School Board. Why are school boards important? Because they are the bottom. You know, I mean, we have to work our way up from the bottom. The school board makes policy for 72,000 children in APS. And I wanna be a part of that. I wanna make sure that our kids are getting the best, the most, the highest quality education that we can give them. And that's not happening right now. It's not happening. And we could end all arguments. How do we go? With the graduation rate. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Atrocious. You know know what was really interesting about the, the graduation rate is that the school board was actually proud that they 
raised it a couple of points and it's still like below the national average right. still below the national dead average. last dead last dead last in the i mean we used to be dead able to dead. say like this thank god for mississippi we can't even say that anymore mm -hmm. no. no everybody's saying thank god for new mexico honestly mississippi saying thank god for new mexico that's right actually mississippi is doing pretty well yeah. they've moved up so what is this critical race theory <laughs> critical race theory is crap yeah. I mean, I'm just going to be really open with you. It is racism in itself. It's a, it's designed to divide. Is it sort of like a resegregation? It is. It is absolutely. Um, it teaches our children to, to look at color, to not look at our culture, to not look at you know anything that we are together. Right. You know. Um, our children are not inherently racist. They don't know what racism is until it is taught. And we cannot do that to our children. And it, and it would seem like in addition to focusing on race and seeing what racism is, is that then there's this indoctrination kind of period that happens and then they point out things that aren't racist right. and then call them racist. And so now their idea of racism has nothing to do with racism. Correct. You know, Correct. so it's, it's like forcing circles into squares. And honestly, I have a child, very young, she's in first grade, and I don't want them teaching her what I'm supposed to teach her. Like Absolutely. you said, I don't see color. I don't want to teach my daughter to see color because as a people, we're united regardless of our skin color but they start teaching them statistics and percentages based off of skin color. Mm -hmm. I don't want my daughter to know that. I want her to know that, you know, friendship could be with anybody regardless of color and you can be anything you want regardless of your race. Absolutely. Now, I've seen in the classroom that there are teachers that have told our kids, "Now nah, you can't do that. You can't do that. No, yeah, they can. We need to let our kids know. We need to help them understand their value and their worth not just to the community, but to the state. We want them to stay. We want to build our economy. So many people don't even know that education affects every single aspect of your life. And for our kids not to have the quality education, we're ruining the state. Well, literally. I, I say it literally. all the time. Yes, totally, go ahead. I say all the time, they use our, our education against us. I, I grew up here in Albuquerque. I graduated from Albuquerque High, you know. And so did a lot of people They graduated from here or didn't graduate. But when they start introducing things like the 2016 bail bond reform or when they start introducing things like the critical race theory, there's a lot of people like myself or a lot of people I know who are like, well, what's that? You know what I mean? Because we really don't know because they didn't educate us and they're using our education against us and right. with larger words or theories or all these other things. Absolutely. And the parents don't know what's going on. So right. we need people like you and that, that's the whole thing. You know, I'm tired of the cutesy. You know, I, I really am. We need to be on top of what our parents don't know. We need to let them know. We need to inform them. They're not calling it critical race theory. They're calling it by all of the other names, equity, comprehensive learning. Um, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. Those, those type of buzzwords um, are socialist. Right. Marxist. Totally. And and if you see that on, on anybody's website, you know, equity, it's not the same as equality. 
right? Mm -hmm. um, it's not the same as all men are created equal. And they're just using that as a little guise to to draw you in. It sounds it reasonable. Sounds great. It sounds like equality, but it's equity. And right. a lot of people who aren't educated wouldn't catch the difference or wouldn't really recognize the mm -hmm. difference. Or that it's used in such a way to disguise itself. Right. Deliberately, like on purpose. Right. Right. It's it's now like cultural and linguistic right. education. Right. Mm -hmm. And they, they now have a superintendent specifically for equity. Right. And it's just not good. It's not. It's, it's not, not good. good. It's not good for our kids. Because, um, you know, like I said at the block party, and it's sort of the opinion of Off the Cuff ABQ, is that often this indoctrination process, it, it's one designed to fool you to make you a victim. Mm -hmm. Now, if, if you're going to be a victim, you will be a victim your whole life, period. Right. You will always be in victimhood. You will always see why you didn't advance or you didn't, you don't have what the other guy has. Mm -hmm. So if they talk about equity, that means everybody kind of has the same thing. But like even look at the Majestic Car Club. That's a very expensive car. He brought that car on a flatbed, mm -hmm. meaning it doesn't drive on the road. Mm -hmm. it's it, it's 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 i mean it's won awards it does sure. all this stuff so can i have that car i didn't put the work in it. i didn't put no blood sweat or tears into it do do i get a get a car like that no you have to work for it that's right something like this that's right so education problems in the state often are affected by family problems uh often are connected to the lack of draw, job availability the lack of job availability arises from the lack of sufficient job creation in the state the lack of sufficient job creation arises from multiple problems including the lack of sufficiently educated a a sufficiently educated workforce to support broad job creation again problems appear to be circular in nation uh in nature so everything kind of blends into each other but again all all of those problems that i just stated is because new mexico is dead last dead last in job creation, the education, you can't graduate and think you're going to be able to compete in the job force in New Mexico. Yeah. So, and so people are leaving. So let me just tell you this. I know um, the valedictorian for Montano High School went to Hillsdale College. And you know a little bit about Hillsdale, very classic. They teach Latin. They teach, you know, the classics, um, history, civics, that type of thing valedictorian goes there and is like holy crap I don't know anything and that's because of the lack of education she may have been valedictorian here but there she was low man on the to totem pole right. because of the quality bottom. of education that we are handing out here bottom of the class that's right bottom of, the class. Oh, of course she worked her way up smart girl well, of course however going there and realizing I didn't get the education I deserved right and that's what we need to do is give our kids the education they deserve. Now, let me ask you, Dinah, do you have kids in school? No. Okay. Do you go to McDonald's uh, or I, Burger I, King or Wendy's or fast food, anything like that? Yes. Okay. So do you know that on those um, cash registers are pictures of the foods, food items, mostly because our kids can't read to, right. To be able to say, oh, that's for, you know, that says Big Mac. You have a picture of a Big Mac. So 
education affects you in a roundabout way just because who works at those fast food restaurants all of our kids that are graduating from high school are not graduating now minimum wage there's another thing has anybody even thought if we raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour what 16 year old kid is gonna say $15 an hour that's amazing I'm gonna quit school and go to work it's not sustainable for them and it's not sustainable for our society so we have to look at all aspects of educating our kids so that they can be protective citizens. Right. And uh, what's happening here in New Mexico, we've got over 800,000 people that are in government assistance. And I'm not saying that's, you know, that, that they, they don't need it. I'm saying that they have been indoctrinated into it. And that is something that if we give our kids a quality education, they can pull themselves out of that but our government wants to keep them in that because they want to get rid of the middle class. They want to get rid of critical thinking. They want to get rid of our, our kids making something of themselves. Right, and if you take New Mexico, uh, the, the majority here are Spanish people. Brown 50, people, fifty over fifty percent. Right, and so that's according to the U.S. Census. But I know there's a lot of Hispanics that that they put Caucasian because that's what it says on our birth certificate, right? So, so we can agree that there's probably more. Oh yeah, And absolutely. so, so they pit that against, uh, let's say, foreigners versus minority. See, and then. You go on about your life and you think, oh, just because you're brown, you're not going to amount to much. You're going to be a victim your whole life. You're always going to get the short end of the stick. And it's the carrot or the stick. And we know that the carrot or the stick is the same. Yeah. It's the same outcome. It's, it's the same kind of theory. And so they're, they're making victims out of people, $15 an hour to drop fries at the McDonald's or drive through whatever. But then what does the manager get? And then it might sound good for a while until everything catches up and then everything's going to go up and your $15 an hour is still minimum wage. $15 an hour is still a minimum wage job. It's going to buy that $7 gallon of milk whenever everything goes up. Maybe. 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 Yeah. Well, and... Anyway, let's go ahead. No, (laughs) No, I was going to say, what about the people that are trying to feed their families, the older people that have to work there because they don't have the education that they deserved, right? So they're trying to make a living. They're working two and three jobs to try and make a living. And then they got a 16-year-old kid coming in, making the same amount that they're making. What kind of message does that send? Exactly. And and so we have to know that, like, nothing's for free. No one's going to give you $15 an hour to pull weeds. No one's gonna give you $15 an hour to drop fries. No one's gonna give you $15 an hour to go through the drive-thru and say, can I get a number one with the Coke, easy ice? And when it goes back to the education, I wanna say firsthand when I was living in Amarillo, um, my niece went out there to go live with us. She moved from New Mexico, from the schools here, went out there and was completely lost. She did not know what they were talking about. She was so behind because our education levels way down here. Everybody else's was way up here. And just her moving to the new city, just it hurt her so much. Well, and then we've had this last year of nothing, nothingness for our kids. 14 months. 14 months. 14 months. Masks and just no school. Really, literally no school. I mean, there, I've talked to parents who have said, 
my kid was online, you know, I had to walk into the room, had to keep my kids separate because they were in two different classes. So I was checking on both of them, trying to do my job from home, going in, and my son is lying on the floor rolling around, and the teacher saying, come on, get up, you know. And so what were the teachers spending most of their time on is trying to get everybody under control, which is, you know, it's, it's easier in a classroom setting. And why are our kids even being masked? I mean, they're 99% recovery rate from right. this disease that's not even really been identified. Absolutely. So we, you know, I mean, I can understand why we have four school board seats open and none of the incumbents are actually running. Exactly. Oh, I want to spend more time with my family. I'm ready to retire. It's been 13 years. It's been 12 years. Um, no, it's because you didn't do your job. Absolutely. And you don't know how to do your job. And when I get in there, I will do the job that needs to be done. I will fight every single day to listen to parents, to listen to students, and to do what needs to be done to give them that quality education. Absolutely. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM, where Off the Cuff is exclusively aired. Stay there. Don't go anywhere. Golden Equipment Company, finding innovative solutions. We are a full-service heavy equipment Volvo dealer offering sales, parts, service, and rental. Locally owned for over 35 years, we're proud to be a part of your community. Our dedicated and certified crew will help keep you productive and efficient. Come see us at any of our three locations, Albuquerque, Farmington, and Durango, Colorado. Check us out on social media or visit our website, goldenequipment.com. We look forward to helping you with your next project. You are the experiment when you take the experimental COVID-19 vaccines. Did you know that according to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System run by the government that over 900 women have documented miscarriages linked to their COVID-19 shot? COVID-19 vaccines have not been approved for pregnant women or children. Read our reports and hear the facts from a COVID-19 task force whistleblower at abortionfreenm.com. If you want to help us end abortion in New Mexico, visit abortionfreenm.com today. That's abortionfreenm.com. Hey everybody, this is Cristina Estrada from the Estancia Valley East Mountains. There's a new show called Off the Cuff. It's on Monday through Friday at 3 to 4. And I ride the airways with Dino Vargas every Monday. So tune in 3 to 4. Tell your friends. Welcome back to Off the Cup ABQ. I'm Dinah Vargas. And I'm Tony D. And I'm Allie Eninga. For District 3 School Board. School Board is one of those elections, typically not very advertised. It's, you don't see commercials. You don't get flyers through your mail. Most people do not know who their representative is for the school board. Correct. I'm going to change that. You're going to change that. Absolutely. I like that because it's almost again by design people say oh new mexico is so poor it's so poor no it's not it's so rich people are poor there you go on purpose there you go by government there you go by lack of knowledge mm-hmm. yes or ignorance sometimes it's ignorance or by these taglines like we need to raise taxes for the children yeah i heard somebody say today at a meeting that i attended um four school board members or candidates uh and it was regarding the finances and and she's you know she just said oh well we have enough money we always need more 
and I'm like, we need to do more with what we get. Right. So we've got, you know, we've got lost like 5,000 students in the past year. Right. So, um, and then looking at uh, charter schools, they only gained 200. So where are those other right. 4,800 kids, right? So um, it, it's been just a really sad, sad year. And um, I've been... I've been contemplating and looking at and what's going on. And that's why I brought up, you know, they're teaching what? Critical race theory? Right. What? Comprehensive sexuality education? What? What? Why are they doing this? And it goes back to that indoctrination. Right. You know, if they can start pre-K and all the way through college, they've got, you know, three-year-olds to 23-year-olds, 24-year-olds, right? So we're talking 20 years of indoctrination for our children 20 years 20 years because sometimes it takes that long to to indoctrinate right. a generation yeah and so we're raising generations of children that have no concept of constitutional rights of civics of financial literacy right not just what's one plus one what's two times eight or divide this by that but what does a credit score mean? Right. What does it mean? What does it mean to, to to write a check? No economics. No economics. No civics. No homemaking skills. No life skills. How do you balance a checkbook? They're educating you know, them to be victims. There you go. On purpose. Mm -hmm. On purpose. Yes. Tony D said, until they change the school board, you're currently looking at a way to to get my daughter homeschooled. To be right. honest, because you know. Before my daughter actually went to school, I was like every other New Mexican here who, well, not every other New Mexican, but most who just kind of live their day, you know, blindly trying to do the best that they can for themselves or their mm -hmm. family. But now that I have kids that are in school, entering in the school system, um, you know, I'm wanting to look into more. And I was talking with Dinah earlier, with everything going on, like I'm actually having to plan to pull my daughter out and then what am I going to do as far as homeschooling because right. I don't like what's going on right and you know there's a lot of parents that don't like what's going on and that's why we need to look at so back in 2017 they had the election in February it was not well advertised I'll tell you who went out were mostly teachers mm -hmm. and um, and those were union teachers and right. that's why we have so many uh, school board members that are, are um, easily influenced by their union. I don't want to get into the union right now because that's a whole different show. It's a whole other kind of it show, is. but I catch your it drift. Is. And um, I'm I'm was appalled at that, right? And so parents are to the point I think now where they're like, "What? Wait a minute." You know, and that's where they need to be. Their eyes need to be open. They need to know what's going on in their classrooms. And they don't because a lot of New Mexican parents are like, I'm just trying to put food on the table for my family. I don't have time to go to that. I don't have time. They need to make time. They need to be involved in their children's education. So where are our parents right now? We need to get them out. We need to get them in front of the school board and say, no, I want a voice on this board and I want you to do this for my child. And it's important, and the school board needs to listen. I will listen. That is my goal. Education has been at the foremost. Part of the reason I got out of teaching was because I felt like I, 
I could do more for my students outside of the classroom than inside the classroom. And that is why I got involved in politics. Um, I don't, I'm not a politician. I'm not political. I want to do what is best for our children. This is my home. My dad was in the Navy, and I lived in 14 different states. I just celebrated 29 years, two days ago, three days ago, here in New Mexico. This is home. This is finally the place that I came over the mountains and down the valley, and I went, oh, my gosh. Finally, I feel home, and it is home. People are friendly. People are nice. It's big city little town right because everybody kind of knows everybody and we're all trying to help each other however we're not getting it done okay it is manana i you know i mean i hate to say that but it is and we can't afford manana anymore we have to do it now gotta do it today today Today. is the day that you get your house in order you start uh, evaluating things looking at things like your child's education uh what is your thoughts or opinion on is it pre-K? No, it's not pre-K. It's, um, is it pre-K? Yeah, it's pre-K yeah. through a kindergarten. But before that, it's early childhood early. development. There's a ton of money every single year going into early childhood development. Is it really? And in part, a lot of the politicians, it's because people need a daycare. Mm-hmm. And that's not education. And then I guess as parents, we have to evaluate why places like the Albuquerque Public School or New Mexico PED mm-hmm. want to take our children as young as three. I mean, the, I mean, children are a sponge. It's indoctrination. If you, if you don't give them your values and your upbringing the way they should be properly raised, somebody else will, and they will absorb it just like a sponge at three years old. Yes. 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 That is why not getting critical race theory out of school, right. getting the CSE out of school, comprehensive sexual education out of school. And they call these different things. They do. They do. And, and it, I'm going to tell you what CSE is. It's pornography for six-year-olds. Mm-hmm. It's pornography for kindergartners. And in, we have got to stop it. We have got to. I mean, those are not our values. Those are not our values. Our fa- values I have seen all over. I don't care what affiliation you are with, church, you know party anything we all have values those are my kids i want to teach them what they need to know with my values not with the values of the school what about genderism what about it do aps female aps allows students to pick whatever gender they want and then you can then go to your counselor uh the office principal whoever's in charge of this and say, hey, I want you to put down that I'm this and I want to be called by that. And APS has agreed to do that. Did you know that? It's crazy. No. And it's, it's just insane. It is crazy. And, and the thing about it is they're indoctrinating our kids to do that. because Encouraging them. They're encouraging them to do that. They're encouraging them Take kindergarteners. to do that. They pretend play all day. Can you imagine then actually giving them like this platform to now, 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 now Johnny's going to be called Joanna. And it goes back to registering because like you said, it APS board is the one of the lowest 
uh, voting platforms, you know, because it starts within our community. That's right. So it goes back to registering. If you're hearing all of this and you don't like what's going on or you want to look more into what's going in the school, you have to register to vote. Right. Because and a lot of parents are like me moving to different districts and everything and then they're registered to vote way over here where they they first registered when they were 18 mm -hmm. and then they think their vote doesn't count well it's really easy do it online register to vote and then that way you can vote for mm -hmm. your APS candidate yep. to make a difference and That's make right. sure you're in the right district meaning mm -hmm. make sure that your information is up to date and that's really easy to do at the new mexico secretary of state's office just online online mm -hmm. just go online it's that simple if you want it you'll get it because when you want to find something online you find it that's right so you got to take control of your family you got to take control of your children their education ask these questions what is critical race theory? Are you teaching this? Oh, we don't teach critical race theory. We teach equity or whatever it is. You got to inquire. You got to be asking these questions and then research this. You will be appalled the moment you figure out what this comprehensive sexual education is. I mean, it's, it's, it's beyond mm -hmm. what uh, I'm not even comfortable reading it. Right. I gave you the website to go and yes. look at and it's disgusting. It's what disgusting. they're trying to teach. Now, um, I could get into some details, and I know in California they're already implemented, implementing some of these things, teaching boys that, you know, sex with a girl is not as good as sex with a boy. Hmm. Okay? They're teaching them how to use instruments to get themselves ready for that. Right. Mm. Okay, so... so I mean, this is uncomfortable even just no, saying it, it here, like everyone's it just is. kind of with their eyes wide open. Yes. But this is literally what is in the curriculum. Well, and what and what do we, um, the, as a state, who do we follow? California, New York, right? Our governor tends to do whatever they do, and so if that's over there, guess where it's coming? Right. It may not be here in full right now, but it's coming, and I can't, I cannot. As a teacher, I would not be comfortable teaching some of the things that they're trying to Why push. Why would you? Exactly. Right. The only people I can see that are comfortable doing that are probably pedophiles, and they don't need to be teaching in our classes. Right. Right? Right. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry. It, it's, it's frustrating. It's too much. It is too it's much. It's too much. It's not the regular sex ed about, you know the egg this this is how a baby is made you can you know mm -hmm. you got to take care of your body you got to xyz it has nothing to do with that it is it, it's extreme it is extreme it's extreme and it's, it's being, dangerous it's dangerous and it's being encouraged because what ultimately is going to happen and then i saw about also those who are hiv positive so they were talking about teens that are hiv positive and that if you don't feel safe because they're always talking about, you know, safe spaces and all this. If you don't feel safe telling somebody that you have HIV, you're under no obligation to inform your partner and then, you know, have this choice to protect yourself or not protect yourself. And so they're encouraging all of this behavior that at the end of the day, no matter what, it is detrimental to your well-being, yeah. to your uh, mental state, to your soul, to your body physically that's right. all of it that's right and it's not about you know uh you know 
<laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I mean, because I don't know how to say it without, you know, it's too much. So if you look up this stuff online, as a parent, as anybody listening to this, comprehensive sexual education in public schools, uh, critical race theory called by a whole bunch of things. Mm -hmm. So they're basically telling you your whole life, You'll amount to nothing. Your whole life, your children will be nothing. Right. And on and on and on. And because of the color of your skin, and I wasn't born like that. And then they talk about privilege. Like these other people have privilege over you, and this is why you're so oppressed. But at the end of the day, if you're living in America, whether you're uh, American born like an American national, I'm an American national. I was born here, and I could prove it. Or if you're a U.S. citizen, because some people are U.S. citizens, mm -hmm. that is your privilege. Mm -hmm. There is no other privilege before that. If you want opportunity, if you want the milk and honey, you want the slice of the pie, go get it. But you got to start looking at the school boards because that's where it's happening. That's right. Because as, that's right. as parents, we've left it up to the teachers because they're the professionals. They know better, administrators. And I've often seen when parents do try to engage, they are shut out. And, mm -hmm. and a lot of them are spoken to like, like they're... I have heard people say mm. they're not allowing parents on the campuses right? now. Uh -uh. On purpose. On purpose. On purpose. They're not letting parents in the classroom. What are you teaching our children that parents are not allowed to see? Exactly. Right. That has got to stop. Right I, now. You know, right now, today. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. So November 2nd, go to my website, alleyforkids.com, um, and you can donate. You can volunteer. I need all the help that I can get to get the word out that we need to change our school board. We have four seats open. We need more conservatives. I'm just saying we need more conservatives, people who have morals, who want to teach our children those values that we want to teach our right. children. So we want to make sure that the policies that we implement are for our children's best interest. Absolutely. Always. Absolutely. What is District 3? District 3 is huge. It's huge. So I am from the top of Bernalillo County in North Valley all the way down the Rio Grande to Central and then back up over to Louisiana a little bit and then back up. So I look kind of like a fat Illinois sort right. of. Okay. It's very big. Um, a lot of people in that district are county or Los, uh, Los Ranchos, okay. Albuquerque. And they're not in the city limits. So please know that if you're not in the city limits, you can still vote for APS school board. Yes. So that's, that's confusing so too. important. Completely confusing. I think I'm in district three. Really? Yay. Yeah, my daughter. Okay, nice. so then there you go. There you go. So now you have somebody to contact. You've that's met right. her. Mm -hmm. And then here's another thing. If people wanted to get a hold of you. My number is on my website. Period, end of story. Call me. Call I've had you. that number for 25, almost 30 years. And I answer the call. That's one thing that I will guarantee that I will do. If you email me as a school board member, if you talk, you know, leave a phone message, I may not get to you in five minutes, but I'll get to you. I will return every single email. I will return every single phone call because it's important for parents to have a voice. They don't right now. I only know of one school board member, and she was at the – at the uh, block off party. the cuff block party the other night, block party the other night, uh, Peggy Aragon, and mm -hmm. she does. She will return phone calls, and she does return. I don't know of any of the others that do. Right. So, so school boards, it's sort of like neighborhood associations. So, uh, for instance, neighborhood associations, city council meetings. Well, we had two hundred and seventy-one neighborhood associations vote in favor of. The art project, for instance, I remember this, I was there. 
And but the reality is those neighborhood associations, the meetings, two people. Mm -hmm. So it's really not the consensus of it's not really the sentiment of the public or the neighborhood or something like that. Same with APS. I'm telling you, I do not know who is the school district of the South Valley. I just don't. Don't ever hear from them. Don't ever see. Um, I mean, at least the other ones give us at least a little Montanza once a year, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, they're hiding. It's because they don't want to make. Right. They don't want to make elections aware because they don't want anybody to elect them out. Because they would lose. Mm -hmm. And then they would have a challenger. Mm -hmm. Most of these boards, uh, unopposed. Yeah, they yep. go without All challengers. They don't, and then that, and so, so when New Mexicans say my vote doesn't matter, in New Mexico, it's because there's typically only the one on there. Right. It's because no one's voting. If Nobody's your vote running. doesn't matter, it's because you're not voting. Right. right. Fall in. Or mm -hmm. you're not running for office. Right. You know, I mean... We don't need more politicians. We need more people. We need parents on the board. We need teachers on the board. I was a teacher. Why not have another teacher? Peggy was a teacher. We know what the classroom needs, okay? And our kids are not getting it. They need an education. That's right. So all of this comprehensive sexual education, uh, critical race theory, uh, even medical facilities within the schools, though it might be a fantastic idea, it has nothing to do with education. Mm -hmm. Did you know that the Albuquerque public schools, or actually all public schools in New Mexico, your daughter, as young as 13 years old, can elect an abortion with the school nurse. They will arrange that to happen. No parent notification, let alone consent, and that was written in legislation at the state yep. roundhouse. Like, it, it enacted in law. Like, it's the law. And if you don't believe me, because it sounds extreme, I get it. You should have seen how I was. I was like, that sounds like propaganda. Oh, yeah. No. 13 years old, your daughter can elect an abortion and don't have to tell you. They don't. School doesn't have to um, tell the parents. And they will, I guess, fudge or forge their attendance so that the phone call doesn't go home to mom or dad's phone. Oh, my god! And this is enacted by law. And see, I'm 32 years old. And back when I was in high school, you... I'm, I'm not too sure about the abortion, but I do know that you were able to go to your nurse and you were able to ask for um, birth control or plan B. Even before you were 18, you were able to go to your nurse and do What's that. What's plan B? Plan B is uh, like a pill you take after. The morning after pill. The morning after Still pill. an abortion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you were able to get those types of birth controls from the nurse at your high school. When I was in high school, that was like almost 15 years ago. Do you know that? The nurses can't give a child an aspirin without parental consent. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, I remember going for some Tylenol for a little headache. Mm -hmm. And it was a big ordeal. Yeah. But now, like you said, they have these medical facilities in the high schools or in the schools. See, and I don't, I don't really, I don't like the idea of having those because kids are not capable of making medical decisions on their own. That's why you have a parent, That's guardian. Right. That's mm -hmm. right. That's why you can't get a Tylenol from the same nurse. Right. we got to take a quick break. You're going to stay on with us till the end of the show? Of you course bet. she is. Oh. Of course right. she is. Because District 3, School Board, Ellie Eniga, Ellie 4, number 4, F-O-R, whichever you prefer, Ellie4Kids.com. It's A-L-I. A-L-I. 4Kids. 4Kids.com. Go there today. Sign up for the newsletters. Fall in. Because even if we switch the one seat, 
and I'm not in your district, let's say I go knocking doors for you, mm -hmm. it still improves everyone else's chances of getting this critical race theory, this comprehensive sexual education out. Yes. And, and, and it's not like protect yourself, wear a condom or something like that. It's, it's perversion. It is. I mean, we had a, I mean, we were, everyone here was kind of, eh, we don't want to really talk about it because it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it we'll be right back. Stay there. Don't go anywhere. You're listening off the cuff ABQ. Go to the website off the cuff ABQ.com. ABQ Guns is the only women veteran-owned firearm store and has the largest blue label store in New Mexico offering special pricing for first responders and military. ABQ Guns carries Six Sour, Glock, CZUSA, FNUSA, and Smith & Wesson with non-inflated pricing. Visit us at abqguns.com. ABQ Guns has the best customer service in New Mexico. Mention Off the Cuff and receive a 5% discount on all accessory items. Visit us at abqguns.com. Find hope in three days. Change your life at the Hope Ahead Retreat. There is a cost, but scholarships are available. Connect with other Christian women. September 23rd through 25th. Information at hopeahead.org. Come join us. Mañana Mejor is leading an effort to reform bail in a way that keeps New Mexicans safe. While violent crime is skyrocketing and the murder count in New Mexico is at a record-breaking high, some activist judges continue to release hardened criminals, many repeat offenders, back onto our streets. Learn what you can do to help at MañanaMejor.com. Welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. We have Ellie4Kids.com, District 3 in the house. I'm Dinah Vargas. And I'm Tony D. What's happening, Ellie? I'm Allie Anunga. <laughs> APS District 3. Thank you for being here. Thank you for, for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, th this this whole school thing is, is out of control. So as a result of us doing this show today, because, you know, people call in or ask, hey, what are you going to talk about tomorrow or whatever? And so there's been some students in particular at the Volcano Vista High School, and that, that's in the South Valley. It's by my house, so I, I'm always connected with the community and whatnot. Literally asking children how you would like to identify. On a daily basis. On a daily basis. Uh, it, it's almost like the demasculation of, of, of males mm -hmm. and, and this perversion masculinity for females because this idea that women can do what men can do, yes, it's true. It's true, you can. But at the end of the day, women are just made different. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. And like you said, we can do what men can do, but up to a certain point. That's why we are women and men are men. Right. You know? And to be asked, what do you identify as pretty often in high school? That's confusing to as high schoolers. As far as what? Identify as far as what? Right. I'm a Lion King. So what? Because let me tell you. I, 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 uh, go ahead. I was just, I'm oh, sorry. As, you know, those young children, they're barely trying to figure out who they are, mm -hmm. you know, their own mindset, their own personality. And then to be questioned every day, what do you identify as? What does that even like, mean? What does that mean? What are you allowing? Like, what kind of message does that send to them? And are they always going to be confused because they don't really know how... They don't know what's going on in their own mind versus how they're going to identify to everybody else. Right. And it's it's almost taking away their own identity so that they can indoctrinate them further. I mean, it always comes back to that indoctrination, doesn't mm -hmm. it? I mean, they're they're indoctrinating our kids. They're making them androgynous so that they c they're not female. They're not male. They're just there. An it. 
they're in it and mm-hmm. and we need to let our kids know their value as human beings as a boy or as a girl right right and even with the masks our younger kids younger kids like my daughter's age they're learning how to take they're learning how to take you know orders or they're learning from people that have no face mm-hmm. because they can't see their face they right. can't see them smiling right. they can't see their facial expressions well, we're raising we're raising a, a generation now that are are told and ordered to wear masks and they cannot distinguish any emotion mm-hmm. whatsoever they don't know if you're mad at them they don't know if you love them they don't know if you're smiling they don't know they can't see it exactly. in that in even i have I'm appalled at some of the people that are putting masks on babies. Seriously. Babies. Do you and re- wearing masks in front of your babies. You bring home a baby, you make sure it's, it's, it's wrapped in the blanket, there's nothing around it, not even a stuffed animal, because it can take their life, mm-hmm. right? And so they're faceless and now voiceless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So growing up, there's growing pains. You remember being a teenager... I'm still a teenager, but you catch my drift. <laughs> you got hormones going on, and they're all over the place. They're growing pains. They call them growing pains on purpose because it, 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 it's painful. So as it is, you're trying to have the cool clothes, the cool shoes, or you're like, am I an athlete, or am I, am I the cowboy, the cowboy wall, or whatever. There, there, there's all these dynamics to being in school. Right. You are figuring out who you are in this world. That's mm-hmm. right. Are, are you going to be the mechanic dude? You're going to take a uh, home ec and you find out? Army. Whatever. So, mm-hmm. Tons of stuff. Yep. You're figuring out who you are. But every day, what do you identify as? As far as what? Are, are you vaccinated or unvaccinated? What are you going to ask next? Mm-hmm. And seriously, vaccinated or unvaccinated it's a division it's more of a division right and so that there could be more of an outcry because vax unvaxed part of the indoctrination is that if you're unvaxed you're somehow well you're you're bad right right you're infected and you're going to infect everybody else but here's this if everyone got the vaccine why are you worried if i'm vaccinated or not or anybody's vaccinated and is it really any of your business right do you want to know when my last mammogram was so isn't that isn't that a HIPAA violation of some sort? So it's, so it's illegal for your job to ask you because it is a HIPAA violation. But mm-hmm. because it's a public school system, and teachers feel like they have the right to be able to ask this because they're not paying these students to go there. I mean, I don't understand why it's okay in the school and not okay for the workforce or vice versa because it's not okay. Right. Or maybe because there's no, uh, is it informed consent? So... Because informed consent falls under HIPAA, whereas, you know, emergency use vaccination, there's a whole bunch of stuff. See see how all of a sudden it's completely confusing. Mm -hmm. And uh, is it really any of your business? Exactly. Because, you know, with this, they have the return to APS school document for parents. Right. It's like 20 page, 20 pages long. And in this document, it says they're going to start separating the, the children, vax, and unvax. Mm-hmm. They're going to start teaching our kids segregation, right. what they tried a long time ago, what they have in their history books, and now they're going to try to teach them face-to-face. And honestly, it goes back to, I don't want my child knowing that. Right. I don't want my child knowing what segregation is just because of, of a vaccine, just right. because of, of an illness that was brought upon us, however it was, through the government, the vaccine and everything. Right. So I don't want my daughter learning that. So right. it goes back to, 
what are we really teaching our kids and are the parents paying attention or are they just dropping them off have a good day what did you learn at school today oh do you have friends okay have a good day you know i'm unvaccinated so i have to sit in the corner with my mask on and my six-year-old's not going to tell me that she's going to think that the people that are around her that have their mask on are her friends when they're forced to be around her but she's they're going to teach her what segregation is right you know and that that's scary who are you running against so let's put it this way there are three um kind of socialistic people i think that are running against me i'm not running against them right <laughs> so oh, you heard it right there from Enega. <laughs> so check this out imagine this here ally on the board mm-hmm. she'll be on fire so, on fire so i mean you can i don't i don't want to mention their names because i, got I don't want to give them they the didn't time pay for any day. advertising that's right that's, that's right. right so um i'm i'm hoping that people will will look at me and say that's the kind of person i want on the board I don't want somebody who's going to cater to upper-level government officials that um, are not doing what is best for our child. I will always, always put the child first. That is always foremost in my mind. It was always foremost in my classroom. That is part of the reason why I got out of the classroom, because I was putting them first. I totally believe you. Like I, I mean, I can see you talking, and, and, and again, last year when we ran together, there is that spirit among a lot of people that literally just a call to action and like, we're done. Mm-hmm. We're done. We're completely done because look what's happening to our children. We're dead last for a reason. APS, and I say APS because I was educated by the Albuquerque public school systems. APS has yet to give us a dollar amount that they are willing to accept to extort from us to educate children and improve the graduation rate, the literacy rate, 20-page document. Mm -hmm. Who's going to read that? Give me a break. Uh, Were there any pictures? To improve the graduation rate, the literacy rate, as it regards to everything west of the river, and that's right there at Atrisco and Central. We only got one minute left, and I'm going to give you the last word, Allie. Well, thank you. Um, I think people need to step up, go vote. That is the most important thing that you can do right now. Look at the candidates. Look at their websites. Find out who your candidates are. They're listed on the Secretary of uh, State's website. Go to candidates. Um, You can find out who city council, who mayor, APS. This is the first um, year that these four seats are actually in the municipal district uh, vote. Okay? So if you live in the city... Vote for your mayor, your city council, your APS school board, even your CNM, okay? If you live in the county, go vote for your APS. Go vote for CNM. We need conservatives on the board, people who understand and value you as a parent. I value you as a parent. I value your kids as students. I love children. I don't have any of my own. When I was a teacher, those were my kids. And I want to do the best that I can for all of these kids. There are over 11,000 kids in my district, and I want to make sure every single one of those children have the best, the highest quality education that they can get. And we need to do it now, not tomorrow. Open uh, voting starts October 5th, and that's early voting, and November 2nd is the vote. So please, please get out and vote. 
God bless you and God bless your campaign. Don't forget to go to le4kids.com, A-L-I, number four, kids.com. I just want to tell everyone, all of our listeners, back to what Ali was saying, get educated, want to be educated and get involved because your vote does count and it starts with the school board. Absolutely. God bless you, New Mexico. We'll see you tomorrow. Wow.